Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right, a lot, guys. Welcome back to the Craft Imperial Podcast. You're here with your host, the Viking. And the Bourbon Cowboy. And we got us a rambunctious group tonight. We got Scooby Drew here what's in up, the corner. Uh, we got the better looking Michael Jordan. What up? And then uh, we got a whole, uh, I got I to figure it out. I didn't go up the nickname yet. His name's Edgar. Edgar's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Edgar's here. That's what we'll go with. He's all enough. Uncle, Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie. That'll go great. You know, the monsters, Eddie Monster. <laughs> you know, it'll be That's good. it. Uncle right. Eddie. Say what's up. What's up, peoples? All right. Yeah, that's good. Peoples and peeps. So we are down here in uh, Pacific, Missouri. We are at the Cigar Vault. This is the new, the newest cigar lounge that opened in St. Louis in the surrounding area. Um, Jen and Shane, uh, the owners, they did a soft opening this past weekend and had a lot of success, which is fun. So they opened the store for us today to come in and do the podcast and see if we can't make them some money. Ooh. So. We'll make them some money. We'll make them some money. Woo. All right. Now, there, there are first pours on the show, first cigars on the show. Um, I can tell you for a matter of fact, there's four cigars I've never done on this damn show before. Um, and then we've got an old favorite, Cowboy smoking it, the dedication. Yeah, I couldn't pass that um, I'm smoking the original Romeo Julieta Puro Nicaraguan that they made before the Nicaraguan blue box and label you see now. This is the original blend they did on that. So I'm going to cut into that and get into that. What do you guys talk about? I got uh, Alec Bradley uh, Kintsugi. Yeah, Kintsugi. Uncle Eddie told me about this one. Trying it out. So. And so and so yeah. And so and so what are you guys doing? I've got that Romeo lit up as well. Wow. Mm -hmm. what, uh, what are you guys drinking? Uh, we were drinking Walker's K. I'm drinking Walker's K. Walker's K is good. You know it's owned by a bush? Yeah. Like which bush? That's the one with the sailfish on the front. That's the one with the sailfish. Yeah, it's got the marlin on it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I knew that, but I've never had it. It's owned by uh, one of the like, uh, bush, like St. Louis yeah. bush families. I knew that. I didn't know which one. What are you drinking, Scooby Doo? The uh, Nulu. The, the Nulu? Yeah. So, do you know about Nulu? No. Like I said, the only thing I know about it is I had it. I'm going to go get that bottle. Um, I had it down at Leatherwood, and uh, one of the guys in there, Rick, who was working on our hats and everything, he had it in his locker. And I tried it, and it was pretty good. Um, I don't know if it's a Missouri bourbon. Mark is going to get the bottle, so they'll be back in a minute. Yeah, it's probably not from. You'd be surprised, dude. It's already been coming out some good stuff lately. Yeah, there's one that I want to try Union Horse out of East Summit, I think. So is it? That's a Missouri Select, at least the sticker says, so I don't know where it's from, but. 
That's that MGP juice. It's not good. Beer. Well, <laughs> if you didn't know anything about a bottle, you probably got 30% of it covered. Yeah, this is a hunter proof, non chilled filter. Oh, well, this one, yeah, it's Missouri exclusive. Bottled by PCS Distilling, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, we got some more stuff to try too. So yeah, I got underground. Yeah, but it's. Is that that black cherry wood? Yeah. Yeah. You don't get the black cherry wood. They say this is a very small batch of four to six year from MGP. So I don't. This is the. This is what you're drinking. And mine's a little different. I don't know what might be the difference. Which one did you did you get the one with the brown on it? Yeah. That's toasted barrel. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's what I had. And that's a, I've that's got a that's the one I've got is that one. Straight. Yeah, I'm straight. And then I think oh, you, so you got, got toasted. Oh you mean barrel. oh okay, I didn't know if you meant like you have it at all. No no no, this is what I have now. Like what I have right now is yeah. what I have now, yeah. But yeah, we had Walker K. It's K, right? Not Clay. Walker K. 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 Uh -huh. That came in. Uh, some guy brought it into the shop one night and was pouring it. And uh, it's good. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong. It's, yeah. it's a good whiskey. I actually first heard about it when it was in Florida. So nice. I didn't know it was a Bush, St. Louis Bush. Yeah, we didn't either until the guy came in and, and then. Like 80? 82, What is it? The same Bush who does that? Who had the the beer going for a while? What was it? Craft it. Yeah, uh, that was good beer. That was good beer. Is it him? Did they end up just buying him out or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Absorbed him. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the one doing all the coke and crashing helicopters. You know that. So. Or I'm sorry, leaving dead girlfriends inside helicopters. Oh well. It's a bit rambunctious. You can Google it. I'm not saying anything wrong. No, right. I'm saying him as a person. Oh yeah, yeah. It was one of the funniest things I ever heard was that story. They're like, yeah, he just kind of landed in a parking lot and walked away from his, from his helicopter. Like they weren't yeah. going to know it was his. Well, she got close to the helicopter. Yeah, the helicopter out here. <laughs> she wanted to drop her helicopter. <laughs> the helicopter hey, started just getting left around. I didn't want to be in a picture. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't want to be on your camera roll. I don't know what you do at night. All right, boys. I was golf this morning. <laughs> oh, oh, we did great, man. We killed it. We, we killed something. I didn't think <laughs> for sure. A lot of trees. We killed something. We killed something. <laughs> oh, squirrels. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hey, but the Bourbon Cowboy was, you know, we're not talking, we wouldn't talk about his game, but, you know, the first four holes. First four. He was, he was stroking it, though. You, 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 you glad it's on, I'm glad it's on and being recorded. I'm glad it was just recorded that a black man said you were stroking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, keep, keep putting all my damn business out there, you know? He also did point out first four points. <laughs> I, I'll I take was it. just saying it. I'll take it. Yeah. I, hey, the coolest part was we come across the road and that fox is chilling in the damn yeah. middle of the road. Right. And I'll tell you what, that's the most neighborhood designed golf course I've ever seen. God, that's awful. It was awful. I was so afraid I was going to have to pay for like 32 windows. Oh. Well, you guys definitely fucked up two roofs. Yeah. Well, 
That was sure. Bruce make a different noise than they get bounced off of, and you two definitely hit yeah. Uncle Eddie, Uncle Eddie, and, and Scooby Drew over there. Yeah. Throwing them out there, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. They were, uh, the big stick. Yeah. The big stick. <laughs> it did not drive you, though. It didn't win longest drive. What? What? What do you mean? Yes, we did. That's because I hit a damn tree. Oh, maybe you weren't on the fairway. No, you weren't on the fairway. You were not on the fairway. Regulation rules. You had to be on. Yeah. But if we're playing close to the hole on a par three, you don't have to be on the green. I got closest to the hole after with my mulligan. Well, with my mulligan, that ball's on the green. So. <laughs> Almost took DJ's head off, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Final hole too. Actually. Yes. I didn't exactly. But uh, you know, I would have been mad because you just put me on my misery. <laughs> so you would have been mad if I hit you and you didn't? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could have hit me, and I would have been happy. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm happy with the last four holes. I bogeyed all of them. And I'm I didn't lose a ball. That's, That's good. That's, That's where I'm at. I didn't lose a ball. Same well, ball. You know what? I use that same fucking TP5 all day. There you go. Yeah, oh, wow. That shit was a ball. No, and his shots would go, I was like, oh, man, that's really good. <laughs> would go to the right and then just start turning. Well, that was like that first hole. I'm like, if this goes straight, I'd be pissed. He goes, no, that's a good thing. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm going to be aiming over there. <laughs> it's going to come back here. <laughs> if you were to play on courses that were like 150 yards wide, I truly think you'd shoot like par. Yeah, like, because he knows his shot. He knows his yeah, well, yeah. He'd have that much room to work with, and he'd never lose the ball. Until that How one many time, times did you play? Straight. Straight. How many times did I play with him? Four? Five? Four, five. Yeah. It was great, because usually I told him, I was like, usually I'm the one laughing at him. But today it was just total opposite. Oh, yeah. Upset. Usually his balls go way right yeah. and then come left. Yeah. But They've been straight. They've gotten a little tighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you yeah, can get straighter. Dude, there were, before, I don't know what I did to make them a little tighter shot, but before, I'm not kidding, man. Like, it was worse. If I was going to you, I would aim here. And that ball would yank out 150 yards to the right, and they clean up 100 back, middle of the fairway. It only end up, uh, you know. 110 yards out. Yeah, that's where yeah. he needed to be. Yeah, I mean, it was, it, when you look at drive distance, it's, yeah, 110. You went further <laughs> sideways than you did. Yeah, further. like today, the ball went further up than it did <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as you had a good drive, you could hit the worst shots after that. You're, you're good. That's why I did. Yeah. Drive part two straight. Well, that's why I, I always just joke. Yeah. Like when I play golf, I can hit it. I can have an eighty-yard drive because when my bomb pops on that five hybrid. Didn't you break it? No, well, it did, but I got the other one. Um, I clean up with that two hundred sixty some yards from the grass, and then I could chip. And you know, if I could just get closer to the hole, I could putt fine. But that's my problem. Like today, those first three holes, I was lined up for par, two, three putts. <laughs> I just can't putt the damn ball. <laughs> Like, oh, it's going in. No, it's still, no, it's still going that way. There, there Nobody goes. hit a one point. No. No, not today. You, your last one was, wasn't it? You chipped on it, but did you chip on it, but it? I don't know. <laughs> I that good of a day, huh? I don't know. I probably stole his hole out, though. I do remember that. Yeah. That ball was tracking that yeah. hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would have been. 
Yeah. 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 Perfectly placed shot and hit your ball. No, yeah. yeah, the last hole I got far. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I was looking through that chip on one foot today. Yeah, you did one foot. Yeah. You better better today than the last couple rounds. I won't put it. I picked the ball up pretty good. Yeah, you did. Except I had a putt. Well, they gave me a flag. I asked him if he wanted it. It was like six feet away. He was like, I'll take it. I'll take it. If you're offering, we're both in the same headspace here, so I'll just go ahead and beg it. But what do you guys think of the lounge? It's awesome, man. I like yeah. the Unique. I like the doors and the ceiling. Yeah. It's, it's pretty dope. So it's cool. First time talking with Jennifer, she said she had a, a on her property, she had an old barn. And she was like, they had knocked it down. They just had, like, they had the tin stack. They had the wood stack. You know, they had the pieces, the like, all these, um, the window sills up here that had the artwork in them. All of it stacked, and they were like, okay, put them in. You know, they ripped all the, uh, there was drywall on the brick, they ripped it all off and then added paint to it. It looks better like that, painted yeah. yeah. I think it's really eclectic and to use reclaimed materials. The artwork that they put out there is fantastic, especially when they paste cigars <laughs> in their mouth. Yeah. No, I think it's super cool. Yeah, it's cool, and it's not, I mean, now, granted, we went Chesterfield to Pacific, so that is, yeah. you know, 30, 35 minutes. But when you can see, like, if you're in Wildwood, or if you're coming off 44, I mean, it's not not long or hard to get to, you know? Yeah. It was like some winding roads. It's a beautiful country coming back here. I haven't been down here in years. You ain't kidding, that's winding. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be doing that after a long podcast. Yeah. Like a night. Right. Absolutely. Did you see that barn? What was that? Wild Horse Creek Road that had a pumpkin on every yeah. four by four. They do it every year. Yeah, it's oh uh, Wild Horse Farms. That'd be a hundred pumpkins. Or Wild Horse Ranch. They do. Um, they do. So they do it for every holiday. Yeah. Halloween is pumpkins. Christmas, there's little trees. Valentine's Day, there's roses. That's amazing. Yeah, they've got a whole staff that does all of it. But they do um, uh, quarter horse quarter horses for show. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's also the guy that's got the mechanical 2-4 garage, yeah. that white building on the left. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, he's got a killer, like if you're driving home at night, like on a weekend in the summer, he's got all the LED or the, the neons on, they're in there playing golf in the yeah. corner, and it's got a it's got an elevator on it. Pulls it. Like if he wants to drive a car out or lower the cars, he can drive the car in, the floor comes down, pull the car off, back the car in, lift it back up, come out. He's got to have like 15 cars somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So you see the parties going off in the barn? Got the whole upstairs done. Yeah, right. Just a couple of years. Yeah. With all your golf bits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need to go to Vegas a lot more. And win. Yeah. And never lose. Have the ultimate win loss record. Second and third place would be good. Yeah. Well, that's true. Well, he's got to get first so we can get the watch and then pawn the watch and make the more money, you know. Alright, so this is cool. Have, have you guys smoked those cigars before? These right here? Those? No, never. First you time. Have? I have? I have. Okay. Are you an Alec Bradley fan? Uh, when I first started smoking, I was. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, I, I took the top 25 oh, list and just started yeah. going through it. They had like two or well, three that were mentioned. Prinsado and Max? Prinsado was one. Yeah. And there was another one. I don't know. How long ago? 
I started smoking three years ago. Oh, it could have been fuck. Blind Faith. Uh, I know Brinsado was definitely. Oh, yeah, Brinsado was definitely one on there. Um, not fine and rare. You wouldn't. Uh, that's not something you jumped on. No. It was something that was on a major lip. You know, one of those. Yeah, I almost say it was either Max or. Um, oh no. Oh, what looks like Prince Sada, but it's not Prince Sada. No, I've always, I mean, there's always been, like, I've said this a bunch of times, I have an admiration for oh, Alan Bradford. The Blind Faith. The Blind Faith? Oh, okay. Blind Faith Gordo. Yeah. yeah. I've always had the, like a... Prince Churchill. Oh, okay. I've had a, a, an appreciation for companies like Perdomo and Alec Bradley, and when you're getting into cigars, they're a good. They're good companies to go, and you can even throw. We talked today about Gurkha and stuff, right? You can probably throw Gurkha in there too. They're good companies where they offer so many different expressions, strengths, and profiles that you could literally go through one company and find a bunch of likes and dislikes, you know, and then take that knowledge and move on with it. And I think that's really good to have them. Yeah, I just wanted to try like the top what they said were the top cigars so I could see where my palate was and right. what I liked and what I did. Yeah. But I was talking to him, that, that Gurkha, uh, the seller reserve, the 15 year, I thought it was pretty good. You know, like, I, I, I'm <laughs> trying. these Gurkhas. I haven't, sm- I haven't the smoked one. The seller reserve, uh, they, they got, it's a, it's a white label, but they also yeah. have the black label. Yeah, so the, I haven't smoked, I had only ever smoked the black one and I think I smoked that in 2014. I smoked it in Godfather Cigars, and I don't think I smoked it since. The fact that you actually remember that, he tells you it's a really good cigar, or he felt otherwise. Well, it's one of like three Gurkha cigars I ever smoked. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did that, did the Ghost Ninja, and yeah. then uh, I used to actually, a cigar that was really good was when they had the West India Tobacco Company, that sublet event, they had the Red Witch. Uh-huh. There was a double 99 Corolla wrapper, it was just a very Pepper shaker in your mouth. I it's just a that. spicy, dry, cottonmouth cigar. That's great. That's what good. That the ghost. And I will say this about them also: is their boxes, their showpiece boxes for the humidors are killing. Well, yeah. that's why that sure. seller reserve. Seller reserve is fifteen, those, sixteen bucks when it's a nine dollars cigar. Because yeah. the fucking box costs. Their boxes are beautiful. The boxes are beautiful. Cigars. That's I even like the band. Though. Yeah, it's. It's neat. Yeah. Well, if you like the score, you like the score. What size do you like? Do you like that that petite? Look, like, I'm not crazy about. It. I'm just saying, like, they're decent. You feel the defensiveness there? It's like, hang on. Yeah. I'm not saying like I'm, I'm not, not like, like a slump. I'm not gonna cry tonight. You know. All right, they all up over there. <laughs> out of all the out of all the Gurkhas, like that's probably one. Of I guess, Oh yeah, I will definitely agree with that. Yeah. 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 We put we put Uncle Eddie in the corner. All of a sudden, he's like, <laughs> Uncle Eddie chose the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about how they're sitting next to each other again? Oh, yeah. Right. Comforting. Yeah. Yeah. He did call, though. You finished that chicken sandwich. I did finish that chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> we both did. Yes, exactly. Oh, man. It's against the law. <laughs> yeah, you, can't leave the, you can't leave any chicken on the turf. This Kintsugi, though, you know, this, um, it's interesting. It's, it's probably a, it's not a bad out breath. I got it's one of the better ones. This is different. So yeah, I've never seen it before. Though surprisingly, I've never seen it. I've seen it. I, I'm not. I've never seen it in a, in a shop. Yeah. But it's, it's in publication. It's. I think it was on. 
What? Oh, I've seen it everywhere recently. Oh, I don't know. It's it's but it's in it's in uh, publication all the time. You've seen all the magazines. I don't know about the rent gauge, but yeah, what size do you smoke? I think this is a fifty. Are there two sizes in there? Yeah, two. Oh, sizes. okay. Yeah, yeah. We got a sixty. Yeah, I got a sixty. When yeah, Kush okay. comes back in town, we'll make sure we'll grab you a Magic Toast or anything like that. Oh, oh God. Oh, what if, no. This is probably a 56. That? Yeah. It's fantastic. That's that, that dedication to Alcosa. I think that's one of Mickey's best. I really like this size. Um, I think I like it better than 660, which I don't smoke that many anymore, but this is a good size. How's that? Smoke. How's that pair with the? Is it? Are we saying that right? Nulu? I think it's Nulu. It's L U L. I mean N U L U. I'm glad we worked that hard. Nulu. Nulu. That's better than half the show. I have to try to pronounce it. Nulu. No. Nulu sounds better. It does. What else is you saying? What the hell's going on over there? I was trying to get this big ass band. Jeez, they wrapped it in like Christmas. Screw Drew. How's your cigar, man? It's good. You can definitely change, tell they've changed some stuff up since the newest, or the re-release, I guess, the Nicaragua. Uh, but it's good. I appreciate that it's a true Robusto, not 54s and 60s. Who makes it? It's wrong there. Alpha this. It's good. I don't know if it's the noodle or what, but I get a lot of citrus in this fucking mm -hmm. cigar. A lot. You get a lot of chicken in my Oh, dude, you got it right here. There's something right, right, right there, right? Kids out of Buffalo. You got a wing man hanging in your Buffalo. A little bit of blue cheese back in. Dude, he's like, oh, that retro and a cough up cottage cheese. Oh, that little chunk there. Hey. Kid, I can't do it. Aaron does like a Buffalo chicken sandwich with cottage cheese. Me. Besides you. Yeah, I've I never had it with cottage cheese. Nah, man. I've never had it with cottage cheese. Dude, when I like no, when I was when whoa, when whoa, I was whoa, whoa. competing, cottage cheese. You got cottage cheese. He did. You didn't see that? I thought you were maybe eating some slaw or something like that. I yeah. think we we're rocking cottage cheese. Rocking cottage cheese, bro. Dude, when I was when yeah. I was competing it and like that was worth it in my diet, I would literally put it into you a know, shaker cup, I used to love into a ninja. And just That's whip so it, funny. close my shit, hold my breath, and swallow it. I, oh, I, yes. can't, like, I can't do it. That's so awful. Put them over the cottage cheese. Like, I would skip it's eating sweet good. potatoes at night so I could put sugar in the cottage now. cheese. I used to yeah, love that as a dessert. Love that. We love it. Nah, just swallow it. Damn. Right. The cottage cheese also adds to the tanginess, right? So it's not sweet. It cuts down on any of the spices, it just adds to a tang. So it's actually more flavorful than anything else. But you don't have to look like And I did just say tang. <laughs> That's a great orange drink, dude. Yeah. It's like the best orange drink. It is a good orange drink. Tang? Tang. You ever had Tang? Tang? Tang. Love Tang. Never had Tang. Whoa. He was born in the 90s. He did not have Tang. That's false. I was born in the 2000s. He was born in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even worse. I'm in 01, baby. All of these, though, but he's had three sons. Tang is the drink of astronauts. It's the drink of astronauts. Drink of astronauts. Purple drink? Orange drink? <laughs> And you got yeah, real after you got that bubbly drink. What the hell is juice? <laughs> what the hell is juice? <laughs> oh, man. Give me some of that drink, baby. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, it's cool lounge going back to that. We'll have Jen come over and talk a little bit about it. But they also, I was saying earlier, they own the hotel. 
of the weather. The I am totally up. pumped about that. It's uh, a sweet. It's a sweet little spot, man. When you look above, and that sounds. I was about really. to go get his mando on. I'll show you the. I'll pull up the. Uh, they do. They got the Star Wars pod rooms, which are crazy cool. They got pod rooms. Pods like, like fucking R2 and D2. Yeah, dude. Like, like I'm serious. Reach you at the front door. I gotta tell you something funny, me and Janine, we've been going to the Cheshire and the Fox and Hound, have you ever been there? Oh yeah. Oh, That's yeah. like one of our go-to favorite. Anyway, we never stayed there. So one night we're like, hey, let's check this out. Because they have like themed rooms. And I ain't kidding you when I tell you this. I said, hey, what kind of rooms do you have open tonight? She says, we have the James Bond room. I'm like, nice. Oh, yeah, let's go see it. We went in there and there was some funky smell. I am not kidding you. We looked up at the corner of the wall, and literally there's like that, blood stain coming down the wall, and I'm like, oh, I think we'll no. pass on this. And I'm like, I'm like, what is it? Like she goes, blood? I really don't know. I go, I check the upstairs room or something because it's rich. Yeah, it's got a funky oh, smell. Like, so what the hell? Yeah, they're literally like down the wall. And when you get in, I was like, I'm just gonna be staying in the box and hound lounge. I, you know, I yeah, I like that place. We go there before the Munich shows. We had like three or four birds yeah. there, and they used to have the yard. Not all of them, but they have those rooms available. Yeah. And they had the guy playing the organ. Yeah. I think they had a blind guy there for a long time. No, they uh, had another blind guy there. I'm not sure. This is the way I have spoken. That's what it says. <laughs> I have spoken? Yeah, I have spoken. Oh, that is. Short, um, short guy. Oh, oh, you're talking about. Um, no, that's the. The guy that had those weird animals, and he. Flew down on that planet and he helped yeah. him out. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, I will help you. I've spoken. I have spoken. <laughs> oh, that was early. That was early. That was the first season. Yeah, that was yeah. the first season. Yeah, so we're going to season three of Mandalorian. I'm still not convinced. Yeah, because dead, Boba Fett was Mando in season two. I'm sure. not convinced he's dead. Season three, three, yeah. three, four then. Yeah. Because okay. he was supposed to get Yoda back to the thing. That's that was Nick Nolte, who played that character. Oh, really? Who played yeah. who? That guy you're talking about. Oh, the little the little. That was Nick Nolte. Wow. Yeah, I would have never known. Well, if you see it again, you hear the voice. You'll know right away. Are you guys watching Andor? Yeah, I've seen yeah. the first what is three. It? Andor. Andor is now the stream of another piece of uh, Star Wars. Hey, I always like to bring up some fun, interesting shit that happens. Yeah. Uh, whoa. This just, uh, I just got this update from Half Wheel that Drew Estate is discontinuing 100 plus stews. Oh, on this list are. Wow. Um, a lot. Let's all skip all of the uh, acid. Uh, the Ambrosia lines are canceled. Herrera, Brazilian Maduro, Habano, Norteño, Miami. The Norteño? Yep. Antonio Dark Rojo, Hoya Cabineta, Hoya Red, Antonio 1970. Well, they're not getting rid of the acid line. Uh, they're getting rid of 25 lines inside acid. Well, I thought that was one of the uh, lines. Most of Hoya de Nicaragua is going away. All of the Kentucky Fire Cured is going away. Liga number nine assortment sampler. 
Liga number nine, Petit Corona box. Number nine, Short Penatella. Number nine, Tubo box. T52 assortment. 52 Petit Corona. 52 Short Penatella. 52 Tubo box. Um, and it just keeps going. Those Short uh, Penatellas, I think they're good. Undercrown Maduro Bellicoso, Maduro Churchill, Maduro Corona Picrina, uh, Maduro Tubo, Shade Bellicoso, Shade Churchill, Shade Corona, Shade Tubo, Sungrown, 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 Sungrown. Yeah. Wow. Uh, orders are only being accepted through September 30th, and final shipping will happen December 1st. What are they doing? They're just selling the whole day on? That's a lot of skews. Uh, I have, that's, um, so now what I'm waiting to find out is somebody left somewhere. Right. Uh, they broke a relationship up somewhere and that's what's happening. And that's where we're at now. Yeah, yeah, a lot of relationship lot. problems that's in the cigar field lately. Right. For such a small and I mean, really yeah, like, now, so I mean, there's just, there's just been some, well, yeah, they've still got 150 more skews. Uh, but as far as, yeah, like, like Cowboy, you said relationships, dude, it's been a, you know, Luciano or, or Ace Prime and Crownhead separating and sending off cease and desist orders to each other, which we won't dive into that. Um, you got um, Hamlet yeah. left, Hamlet Paredes left Rocky Patel. He's gone. Um, you know, and then seeing seeing something like that with Drew Estate cutting off a hundred lines like that, that's something somewhere. Yeah. Some, some of the good down. stuff like the yeah. number nine, the two. Yeah, in those in like the ten the count tubo boxes. That's I mean, come on, man. And then the, then and, and then an acid too. Yeah. And like on that list, I can go through it. But there's a bunch of blondie and a bunch of red that's no longer be available. You know, and acid is still every year. It's a top, top selling consumer bought cigar. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a shame. Well, ain't that mm -hmm. some? You hear what happened with the uh, the hurricane? You bought it, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. And Robina was. Like, and Robina got worse. Dropped on. Yeah. You guys all heard about. Um, 101's factory in the Dominican, the uh, Caldwell factory. That was well, it's the actual name of the factory is somebody else, but yeah, right. Yeah, they had a full fire. Out. Right. Caldwell. Yeah, they nuked nuked the whole thing down. Yeah, eight hundred eight hundred thousand. Yeah. Cigars. Uh, it's Tobacco Lair William Ventura yeah. that that went down. Yeah. It was over eight hundred thousand. Yeah, he has a, a cigar. Yeah. He has a Ventura cigars. Yeah. yeah. The 80, 80 C, right? Yeah. It says 80, it's got the red thing yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, Adventura. Yeah. Adventura, yeah. Yeah, they got that's the, the, that's like the Jordan. Uh, it, like the, the, the yeah. sign. Yeah. Or it's it dunking. It had the, queen, the king's gold and the yeah. king's pearls. Oh, those are actually pretty good cigars. All right. Yeah. Half an hour late. Half an hour later. I'm literally got her undressed. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had that? What, king's gold? No. Oh, shit, we got, we got two more holes in while you were getting that damn fucking label off. Also, this, this that does a couple piss days me ago, off, there's some labels that podcast. I'm just like, right uh, Siri V. Melania, Maduro, and Sarah Some of them are like, yes, yeah. Very happy about yeah. that. Yeah. Those Lanceros, um, one, it was the, actually, it's kind of funny, it was the original box press Lancero attempt. Um, that's actually on record, an original IPCPR press release in 14 that it was gonna, that's when they had announced it. Um, 
and that's what's funny because I was talking to when talking to Joe about it, he was talking about how they had smoked the samples of it before the show at Oliva, and then they announced it, and then never it. It just kind of like fell off the map, nothing, and it popped up in the Oliva samplers, the Natural and the Maduro. So now they're going to put them into production. Those are box press. That's <laughs> yeah. my two favorite things. You a box press guy? Soft box press, yeah. Oh, okay. They just they have a better like draw draw than, than most cigars that I've had. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They are designed that way. Yeah. You know. I've, I I have talked to some people that don't like it. I don't know why, but I've always I've never had an issue with burn or dry issue. Lancero box press. Yeah. That is nice. I like box press. I prefer a box press over anything. Truthfully. Really? The Lancero's box press. Well, that's going to be really fun for people because a lot of people, even though Lancero is becoming more and more popular again, a lot of people run away from it because it is so delicate to cut. Right. If you don't know how to cut it, it is going to be like sucking golf balls through. Like it's it's going to be horrible. Yeah. Right. But with the box press, it's going to leave that room for air. Right. If you get if you come down too far, if you cap too high, you can reassess and cut a little lower. It's going to allow for people to smoke into it more. One thing you can do with a lancer is smoke this shit outside, or you know, it had like to me the conditions have to be like. Oh, yeah, a lancer is. If I had to, if I could pick like the perfect time to sit, and always there's right temperature, right atmosphere. Oh, it would be a Lancero. Yeah, it has to be like. But like, and you got to be in the mood yeah. for a Lancero. Like, you can't just sit down and light a Lancero. Like, like when we're working, I don't, I won't smoke on Yeah, because you know, I can keep touching it up. Got to keep it going. Because you're gonna but, uh, put it down 14 different times. Yeah. And when you relight it, it's just gonna get more and more. I, I try smoking outside. No, I won't. I will not. The wind smokes more of the cigar. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I've said this before. I don't change when I smoke on outside versus inside. But I will not smoke Lancero outside. I, ha I have, I can't say I, can't say I won't, I have, but yeah, we all, it just, we it, yeah, it, it's pretty, if I can avoid it, I'm not doing it. Hey, by the Urban Cowboy over here has a uh, great ash game, I mean, just like literally the perfect. He's got a nice ash. He has nice ash. ash. Well, the, the reason I was saying that to him is, is this thing's burning perfect, but we brought up to Luciano on all these guys, you know, like stacking dimes, leave that ash. The longer you can leave it, the better the cigar, all this hoopla about that. And then we actually asked Luciano about it. He goes, no. He goes, when you you leave that ash go too long, you're getting some of that, that burn, that ash, when you yeah. draw. So he goes, after about an inch and a half, two inch, you kind of know, drop it, and then you're, you're back right. You got that cherry burn just perfect in there, and uh, but that, at least that's what he said. So, yeah. Uh, so Placencia, am I pronouncing that right? Placencia. Placencia. Yeah. We had, I believe, me and you smoked one. Maybe at Stanley's, and it was an octagon shape. Yeah. That's the only Placencia I've had. I was telling yeah. you about that. Yeah, that's the only. I think so. Yeah, and that was really. I was amazing. yeah. That was pretty uh, good. Hexagon. So yeah, is that he a hexagon yeah. or a diamond or something yeah, like so that? It wasn't. Yeah. Six though, yeah, six, six, six sides. Yeah. So we were talking about what what brought Placencia out the other day. You did because you were saying we need to smoke more though. Oh we yeah, because I was saying like when I start, you know, I get on my deep dives and I'm looking at people's stuff and I'll just go and go and go until I get to a factory. And I have really started noticing you can go back a very long time. 
before Agonorsa actually named their farm, they were consulting tobacco for the Placencia family. Yeah. Yeah. So Placencia was actually using their Corojo seed from the Agonorsa. Then they used that. When Padron made their Diamaso, the Connecticut, that's Placencia's wrapper. Yeah. You know, so it's like when you get start diving down. Well, Placencia sells tobacco to Dominican Republic. I know. So this this Wednesday. is what my point was. And when I'm starting digging through, I'm like, okay, look, the guy, the fucking name's everywhere. And their name's everywhere at the base of it. Yeah. Not AJ's name at the end of a label that says AJ Fernandez. I'm not saying that. It just the Placencia's tobacco seems to be involved everywhere. And I was like, all right, I need to fucking. And that's when I brought up Robert Leatherwood because he's got a, he's got a killer Placencia selection. Agonors Up there in St. James? Yeah, Agonorsis. I mean, you'll never hear me argue that. Right, my well, you'll never hear me argue Agonorsis with anybody. <laughs> I, I think the shit they do is amazing. That's who makes all your JFRs. Yeah. The Agonorsis. Really? So such the original Corojo? The original Corojo that Agonorsis used uh, was from Placencia. Yeah, or, or oh, vice versa. Then. The, the Placencia used was from Yes, was from, from Agonorsis. Yeah. Well, that JFR that I have, that's the Lunatic. Yeah. Um, but in that Lunatic line, there's one that has the gold. Well, that's what I was going to do. you wrapper. remember? Now, that's from a little different. That is, like, from a different farm. That's, that's Agonorsis. Yeah. It's a Corojo versus Habano. Yeah, and I love that cigar. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, if I was going to somebody who wants a really good cigar, mild but full flavor, that's a really good cigar. Yeah, those JFRs are great. This, this thing is Corojo. Yep. And I, for the longest I didn't know, I was like, I love Corojo. I do too. And that's why I like this so much. <laughs> After I looked it up, I'm like, oh shit, it has Criollo and Corojo uh, fillers. And it's a Corojo wrapper. And that, this thing is Corojo. how old is the, is the age on the wrapper? The uh, dark row. I think the DA uses all holders. Right. Oh, yeah. Four, four to six, yeah. six years, maybe. Yeah. But I've had it for three years. Lovely. So, <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> yeah. That's that crown, that's I got you a plaza. That's a slick. Wait, the drumsticks? Oh, no. The drumstick. Yep. Have you had one yet? Yep. I just had one last night. It was as good as it was yeah. in 16. It was a damn good cigar. Yep. I can't believe he had those. Those are, you You heard me ask for it when we were in Crown Notes. I asked Wes. When oh, I said, really? do you have any drumsticks? And he went, no. Dude, 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 dude. No, no, no. Yeah. That's what would you call that size? No, it's a Casadores, really. I mean, you could... I don't know what, knowing John, what fucking size he could really name as a drumstick, but what, I don't know. That's what I would say. It's it's a 7, 48, 9, Whatever. It was a good something like that. For yeah. sure. It's the best size in Healy Grange, I think. I, I really, really do. Really, I know everybody got really hot on the 16 Healy Grange. Yeah. You know, yeah. Again, it's, it's true Connecticut, so it's real milky and everything, but I just, I can't. I'm not even hip on these 58 ring gauges, dude. It's weird. Weird. Why is, Why is that? Because, like, when you go, it's it's like having, if you have a 60 and a, so when you look at 660s and 664s, 770s, right? Yeah. It's someone throwing in a 762. 
Yeah. Why? 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 I don't. I don't get it. You know. That's like that that Cajonu Twenty One. I think you smoked it yesterday. It's the Fifty Eight, but it fit, but it, it, it's capped with a true Forty Eight, Forty Six, Forty Eight Melancosa at the uh-huh. top. So it sits in your mouth fine, but it's like the the baby Huey cigar. Like it's here to <laughs> nah, you know, like blown up. Which one was that? The Cajonu Twenty One. That Cajona that I was doing last night, I did one snip on it, and it wasn't working right, whatever. And it was real creamy, and I was like, this is just... And then I cut it again, gave it another cut, and then it started. It was beautiful after that. Um, I sometimes forget with that, the cutter of mine, sometimes you need another cut. Are you using your scissors? No, I was using that... You know, the one I always yeah, use. Yeah, the one. Back. Yeah. yeah. And oh, this is one. pretty good most of the time, but sometimes you gotta do a second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> well, this Karen's actually fantastic. Yeah. Hey, I'm going back to this Kitsui. This is actually really tasty. It yeah. really is. Never had it before. It's you know, I wouldn't even call it mild, you know? Alec Bradley. That was my start. Ashton, yeah. Alec Bradley, Southern Drive. Ashton well, Classics a, were my, yeah. that, uh, the Little Magnum, that was my go-to when yeah. I started. Yeah. So that's one thing, I, I'm like you with, with Gurkha, right? I, the last time I smoked an Ashton was probably in Vegas, and I don't know. Maybe something like that, like 2014, 2015. I can't find an Ashton that I like. You had the Maduro? No. It's good. Really? That that's our what? Like if we're gonna uh, Ashton classic Maduro. Yeah. If we're gonna smoke an Ashton, oh, what is yeah. that? That and then like the Lauro like stuff is great. VSG's good, but it's gone up four bucks. In yeah, just said VSG was great when it was fourteen seventy five. It's now the Enchantment, which is this little short perfecto, is eighteen bucks. Yes. I used to like the source. The what? Sorcerer. The sorcerer. Is that that new Penelope? Oh, this is the architect. the architect. Okay, so uh, Edgar, I know you have been on here before. So what we do is like I can get you more ice. We do little boards and we just go through. And we and they just, we just talk. They're not little boards. <clears throat> we just we just talk. I had the toasted. Yeah, this is the art. What'd you call it? Architect. architect. Yeah. Yeah, this one I got at a little. Um, I can't think of the name of the shop in Rala. And they carry so just, a, a, just this picture. They always have a good line of Penelope in there. And the last one I got was Architect. Like, I love it. So I found another one. And then um, I believe I have another one that I just got, but I think it's toasted. Penelope's big. And so is if you had Pinhook. Yeah. The horse, like yeah, they have, pinhook. I have 16 hands. Pin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinhook is one of my, like, he. Did I drink that first? Did you drink that first? One of us sent a picture and then one of us went to Kentucky and was drinking it. I just don't remember who it was. I don't know because it's confusing because I think I got the pin hook, but then we had Penelope at the Weston that Rusty may have gave us. Yes. And we did Penelope at Weston. We got the the barrel pick of Penelope. Yeah, and it was fantastic. Um, But pin hook. I remember when I drank it, I was trying to look it up, and then I went through, and they do individual barrel expressions of everything. So when you go on their website, right now, they've got 31 different bottles. 
So when I was at this bar, I sent him a picture. He goes, or he had sent me a picture. I was like, well, I got this one. He goes, which one's that? And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking up. So I got the next bar. I was like, well, which one's that? Well, I'm fucking up. And then I got one at home that's got like an orange wax on it. He's got one that's got a slightly oranger wax on it. Two completely different bottles. Uh, him yeah, and Randy were here at one time. I could only find them in uh, Illinois, though. Like I could never find them over here. Well, you get a better selection of pin hook than pin. You know what? I, I've I'm never, wondering if that's where I've always got them over there too. I've never seen them here. Yeah, the shit, the pin hook. I've always in Chicago. So my mom lives in Illinois. My whole family lives over on the Falto, Illinois, and, and there's uh, Corral Liquors, and that's probably where I've got them. Um, anyway, this is our next one. For everybody to try. Right. Oh shit! Hey, this Nulu is good stuff, though. It is. It's Nulu. not. It's Wait, not bad, uh, man. Do these chairs are comfy. Don't want to get a coffee or something. You ready? That does sound. That sounds. Might get some house coffees. Uh. Yeah, it's always, that's always, the pin hooks, I, I like that. Pin hooks good. So I got my eye on an eight year. Eight year pin hook? Yep. What color, what color gold. wax? Gold. Gold. Oh. They're, oh. The what's the purple one? Or like, like, uh, the which purple one? is like a, maybe a, and, and I'm guessing, but I think it's like a four year maybe. Yeah, because I know the orange one I it's have a is a three. three. Yeah. yeah, is a three. So the one, the one, constant they have when you look at their bottles is it's kind of like a um, pastel color coordination so the lighter colors it goes as you from you get lighter to darker in the color or lighter to richer it's three year four year five year six and then they have a gold and silver one I think those are the eight year ones but it's crazy because they'll you know they'll release a you know like the gold on your players hat right mm -hmm. And that's going to be the eight year now. And then in January, there's going to be a deeper gold. That's another eight year, right? Wow. Or they, the horse is a, is drawn a little differently. So it, it still rides that Kentucky Derby kind of thing, where yeah. every bottle, the name of it on the bottle, it's Pinhook, but the name is a horse. And then it shows: is it 14 hand, 16 hand, yep. 20 hand? You know, whatever you know, horse size. Right. So it's it's kind of cool, you know, the Kentucky connection there, which is neat. Yeah, I stopped bourbon hunting a while back. It's been frustrating. Yeah, I don't. Like you just started looking at it, you're like, oh, well, I like, I, I like. I want to sit in line for. No, see, I've never done that. I won't do that. I want to sit in line for a bottle. But if I can, um, I guess I can say I'm patient. I mean, I waited two and a half years and finally got one bottle. Um, but I've even dialed back now where I'm just rebuying things that I want to keep. Now, sometimes it's hard because we do the podcast, and we'll do a podcast at, you know, at the lounge or at the house or here. We'll get done. We got eight new bottles, and there's just open bottles either. You know, like we do it at his place, half the shit stays. Because in my place, some of the shit stays. Soyfer shows up, Mad Russian, there's three bottles, and it's like, okay, who's taking what? So you know, he's got to let me know. I'm gonna have you guys. I'm gonna have you guys over. We'll add some guys because I've got so many empties that we not empties, but halves, quarters, 
that we've had on the show. We ought to have like a, you know, an early afternoon, maybe one, two, catch this afternoon sun and we can sit out on my back and I'll just go bring up about 20, 30 bottles and we can You know what you can do too? You should start infinity bottles. We have we have a scotch. We do have going. a couple of yeah. those going too. And the minimum age in that bottle is about 17 years. There's five or six different bottles in it right now. Yeah, I like that. If you bring up 20, 30 bottles, just uh, can you prepare a guest room for me or shit? I'll sleep outside. Give me a tip. But there's some that infinity bottle well, thing. That's that's a really cool. I like that idea. But there's some where you know, like so. Say you've got some empty bottles of. Um, Blank, like half of the blanks, right? You bring some of those out, and then you got some old Fitzgerald, right? So you're going from a wheat build, you know, to a corn build. You play around with it. You can, but what happens when it sucks? You just blend something else. Throw something else. <laughs> That's what I do, yeah. <laughs> you're making soup? I'll take nope. a little uh, more. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I buy so many like, bottles that I, I'll have some shitty stuff, and then you just blend something that you like with it. Like, if it's like at the like two ounces left, I'll just blend it with the bad stuff. And then slowly you'll start creating your own blend. Because I'm not going to drink that. <laughs> <Right. bad stuff. laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need all the help I can get. I'll bring bottles. Yeah. Well, I do have, uh, and I need to up my game. I only have one bottle left right now. But I was making that poor man's pappy. And let me just first say there ain't nothing poor about it because <laughs> to make the poor man's pappy, you're going to probably break out, spend 300 Yeah, it's right. literally hilarious to make a 15-year, right? The poor man's pappy to make a 15-year. Realistically, if you can find an honest store, you're only spending about 100 maybe $10 more to get the bottle itself. Maybe. You know, it's what's, ridiculous. What's the poor man's pappy like? So you got 15-year uh -huh. uh, Weller. And then um, the antique. It's antique and 107. Yeah. It's basically antique and the and the uh, the 15. But then we had that antique come out that was non-filtered, non-chilled, and we got one of the best bottles. It, it, it was just fantastic. And I did that. And there's these drams. I call them drams, but bottles from Picky Ben. You know, the little ones are about that big. Yeah. And I'd mix it and put it in there just to see how it all came out. And I've shared it. Uh, I don't know if Andrew's had it before, but um, and they just turned out really good. Oh, you did on my birthday. And what's funny is he got to try some of the first bourbon tips I gave you. that were Peppy Van Winkle bourbon yeah, tips. Yeah, remember the first line that came out through Drew Estate. I may have still two left on the original. And, um, I just took the label off, put it onto the dram, and it was, you know, it looks good. It looks, uh, yeah, perfect. Oh, oh, did you cut my camel all the way out here, buddy? They come up here and get a drink, I'll get you a chair. Maybe you walked out here. And he's got his boom box with him. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear it coming down. I heard rattling. See, we, I have a farm down in St. James. And we've done a bunch of podcasts on it, which would be great for all this group to go down there one time, too. 
he just gets this brand new boombox. I mean, it's about this big, this big. The old school ones? <laughs> but it's big. Anyway, we're up there. We're getting ready to do the podcast. So we're going to get in the lake. And he says, oh, this is waterproof. And you know how Mark is. He goes, oh, well, let's test it out. Turned it on. Music jamming. Mark just whang, throws it way out in the middle of the lake. Are you serious? Yeah. And then we all jumped in. Mark's out there. Mother all over it, under the water. Damn thing worked. Yeah, well, he, it was crazy. Yeah, he's got the. It's. Uh, he's got his little. It's a box. travel humidor that has a speaker on top of it, and that's waterproof too. Oh, and wow. it is loud. The the, uh, the whole thing is what. Yeah, it's like it looks like one of those thirty-five count, fifty yeah. counts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got a giant speaker on top of it. Super tight seal, waterproof. Nice. I think it floats too. And the cool thing about it is battery. So yeah. I used to have, it was called like a job rocker. Yeah, yeah. I got it, all, all, a lot of, most of my stuff I bought at Sam's. And, uh, but it, you charge your battery up and I don't have electric at my lake. Well then my battery died out. So it all had to be electric. You could use battery or electric. So I gave it to a buddy of mine, but um, yeah, now I've got an Ion Pro from Sam's. I have that down at the farm, and it's electric. That motherfucker, it's like somebody's plane right there. It's crazy. Really? Yeah, it's like Sonos. Sonos. The fucking speaker's this big. And when we put it like on the deck of the trailer, and we're all out by the fire, I mean, it's like whoever the fuck we're playing, it's like they're right over there playing. It's that clear. It's like a all-pro PA system kind of thing. And you just hook your phone into it. And I think I paid 100 maybe 200 for it. Man, it's fantastic. That's what I need, because I got a record. My, I got my dad's old record player from like 1980, 1970s. And that thing was still looking brand new. But now they're worth two or three grand. I'm Ooh. still rocking down the record players. Oh my god, yeah. this thing is, the, it's the. What's the popular... Gramophone? No, what the DJs use, the... Oh, I don't know. You're talking about a record player? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot the name of it, but... I've looked for a good I went record to, I went to go get the needle, and I asked the guy, I was like, hey, because they still have the original needle. Like techniques. Oh, wow. Techniques. Techniques. Oh, okay. Te- uh, techniques. It was like the MLK 2000 or something, 1200. And I went to go get the needle and I asked the guy, I was like, hey, do you have a needle for this? He's like, you have one of those? I'm like, yeah, my dad had it in Florida. He had it in the box, he wasn't using it. And I, I asked him if I could have it. He's like, take it. I think it's, it's heavy as hell, but they don't build things like that. I had a Marantz uh, tube receiver and I hooked it up to my Bose 301s, which I'm still rocking at 301s. Oh, the Bose? Those yeah, four, 40 years old. And I still think those are some of the best speakers. But down at our farm, we have a jukebox. We rock the 45s, cassette tape, the Bose 301s. I have a... Who uses cassette tapes? Well, I use them because I've got briefcases of mixes that I've made. I have a bag, and I'm like, where am I going to play this? Right, full of just cassette tapes. I love them, man. You get kind of see where your head was back in like 83 and I've been making these mixes and I dip some out. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah. I got my Haji playlist. Love tape June of 81. Yeah. Right. And then you're like, God, listen to this shit I was listening to. Yeah. Hodges breakup mix June of 81. Yeah, awesome. Oh, oh that was it. Hey, hey, but look, I'm with you, man. We used to make those. These make those quiet storm tapes, right? Yeah, Everyone really like, us. what you got? You yeah, got a tape? A, you got a new mix? Yeah, yeah. Put it back in, like, exactly. Like, that's yeah. I was it. We would just sit there. Remember, you sitting there by the radio? You, you know, you would dub stuff. You would just take stuff off like the radio. It. Really, really like and like record it. You just put your mixes together. You cut it, splice it, and you have your own little mix going on. And that's when you talk to the girls on the phone at night. You know, that's your own tape. I've done every medium. Except real to real. Oh, I never did the real to real. You know those those big oh, yeah, yeah, real to yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. My first my first car was an '83 Honda Accord. And you still rocking a Honda. Yeah, yeah. You are a dedicated I'm customer, dedicated, bro. Was, uh, that was my first yeah. car, and it had an eight track in. Well, I have eight tracks. Yeah. A box of those. Well, I was an '85. I did yeah, ride the car. I had an eight track once. Yes. Your stick. Yeah, it was a stick. Yeah, I was a stick too. Man, that's a big car. Dude. Yeah. Hey, do you remember the first eight track you bought? Shit, no. I remember exactly. It was Boston. Boston. And you put that fucker in there. Boston. My dad bought the first um, Smoking Bandit. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest. Yep. And it was a big son of a bitch. <laughs> like, hold on, let me call that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, well, you're, whoever's writing over there is the one making the dial call. I guess I just aged myself there. I was just telling them we did a podcast. Oh, guys, the Mad Russians here. I want to say, what's going on? Edgar, Mark, Mark, Edgar, Uncle Eddie. No, Uncle, Uncle Ed. Uncle Ed. Ed. Yeah. Uncle Ed. Uncle Ed. Yeah. Mark Eddie. Uncle Eddie. It'll come to me. I don't know. Uncle Eddie's a good guy. Right, what's the cool Hang on. What's the cool name? Scooby <laughs> Drew. Scooby I want to be like a samurai. Samurai. Mad Russian. I was telling him you brought that battery powered um, boombox down. And you remember, no, 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 not the one you got, the big one. Yeah. And you told him it was waterproof, so we turned it on, got some jams, and he goes, well, let me try it. And flung it way out in the middle of the lake, and then he dove in and crawled all over it. You know the movie. Bullet Tooth. What what movie was that from? Uh, It's a Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, Yeah. uh, Like Dogs? With, with Brad like Dags? Dags. Dags? Dags? Oh, that is, um... Snatch. Snatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a guy Ritchie, man. Guy, guy Ritchie. Bullet Tooth. Bullet Tooth Tony. Yeah. <laughs> you, want to, you want to be Bullet Tooth Eddie. <laughs> Bullet Tooth Eddie. They have a lot of cool characters. Well, that's cool. Mark is the name giver. Do you remember um, in uh, Animal House, Belushi was the name Belushi? giver? Yeah. No, he, he puts the ball in your hand and he goes, your name is Pluto. 
And he did goes, pretty much hit Why Pluto? Because uh, I said so. Yeah. He said that. I was like, oh, it's DJ. And I didn't I better look at Michael Jordan. <laughs> and Scooby Drew, it just, you know, he it just kind of ran with it. It does fit for him. Yeah. And then yeah. Mad Russ is just Mad Russ. Speaking of movies, you know where they did that before, again? In um, Reservoir Dogs? When he's naming all the guys and he gives them a color. Mr. White, Mr. Yeah, King, he goes to Mr. Black. Yeah. And was one of them yellow or yeah, something? Mr. Blonde. Yeah, Mr. Blonde. Yeah. And he goes, well, I don't like Brian. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> why, why, why can't I have a cool name like Mr. White? Because you're fucking yellow. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, we're not robbing anybody here, so when my name comes to me, I'll, I'll throw it out at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a cool name like Samurai. Well, you're not getting fucking Samurai. Okay. If you want to refer to yourself as Sam Ramsey, you keep saying that uh, <laughs> Uncle Eddie's crazy. So what do you guys think of that architect? Pretty good. It's delicious, man. It's smooth, man. I may have fucked up with a little bit of this water. Yeah, I had some ice in there. Well, mm. that's why you don't put any food. It was uh, better than the uh, Walter's, Walker's K, though. Walker's K wasn't, wasn't bad, but you know, 80 proof, 80 whatever. I like mine a little bit heavier, a little bit hotter. What's the proof on that? Mm. Let's find out. Uh, right at 100? Yeah, 104. Yeah, that's perfect. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I think we I had think a plan the other night. 143. Yeah, yeah that's straight spot. from the barrel. Is that the straight from the barrel blends? Yeah. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Are you good? Buddy of mine, Paul, Paul Cass, yeah. uh, brought it to our little bourbon thing the other night. It was amazing. Is that Nika Street? Nika Street, Japanese uh, whiskey? Oh, uh, Yeah. Well, I found Blanton's in the random, most random places. Usually I was walking through Fresh Time and I see it on the shelf. Yeah. They got a, a whiskey because I noticed some Blantons come in a box, and then some, now I know you guys will probably know it because you get it into your store, but in a case, there's only a, so many boxes, then the rest of them have that webbing around them, correct? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, because, I, well, you know, I'm not they getting don't, they, don't all, they don't all come in the box. The main packaging idea behind that is display bottle over sales bottle. Yes. Yeah. That's the whole but idea. I didn't know that until the other night. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Because most, most on-premise accounts, whether you're a restaurant or you're a bar or you're a tasting room, do not receive cases of wines. You will receive the bottle. They may, they maintain the individual bottles for raffles or tastings, this and that, so they will pull the, the, the boxed bottle and give that to on-premise accounts. Or, I'm sorry, off-premise. Yeah. Off-premise are bars, restaurants, tasting rooms, etc. On is on is your liquor stores, grocery stores, package stores, um, liquor store, etc. So, Blands is an easy drink. Yeah. Well, Blands is always one. We've had this conversation a hundred times. If you heard it before, I'm sorry, but if you took Blands out of the bottle it was in and you just put it in that Nulu bottle, it'd be an eighteen dollar bottle. I mean, it's, it's not. Really it's good. not. It's not. Yeah. You know, like Blands. I like more. Yeah. Buffalo Trace is Buffalo Trace is it to me. 
it's it, oh, it, oh yeah. Well, Buff and Buffalo Trace is also a six-year constant blend that's put together. That it's just it's that's what I think makes that so damn unique. Is it's literally a flagship product in a company that starts at six years. Yeah. But seventeen ninety-two. Props oh. to that. I, you can't go wrong with the the seventeen. Well, there is one, but yeah, I was about to say which and one. And it's not even though. Here's the thing. So we, we also did do it on a bad day, but still. The, the Russian, myself, and the cow, we were all out somewhere, and we ended up going to City Cafe. It was 110 fucking degrees outside. We're sitting outside, we go to the bar, and we're like, ooh, 12 years, 1792. We go sit outside with 115 oh, yeah. brewing whiskey, it's 120 degrees outside. It sucked. Right? But then, back again, a couple weeks later, Went to the farmer's market, went up there to eat, had it again. We were like, you know, it's not, it's not good. But then, once I had it against just, like, what I did is I think I did a small batch 1792, then I did a foolproof, and then I did the 12-year. And I'm like, okay, I get it. It's not, it's not a bad whiskey. It's just it tastes nothing like 1792. So, I like their high rye and their sweet wheat are fantastic. Uh, foolproof, especially if you can get barrel picks, are amazing. Um, I thought their bottle and bond was a little weak. I, I, I didn't like that as much in their full line, but um, you, 1792 is fantastic. Yeah, 17, Buffalo, or uh, Blanton's though, if you, you know, realistically Blanton sits in that, in that realm of you line up Woodford, Four Roses, Single Barrel, um, Elijah Craig, Small Batch, Blanton's, what's, an, what's another run-the-mill that I'm missing here? Uh, U-1792, Small Batch, uh, you know, just these um, 12 to $17 pours, that's where it belongs, you know, or eight, I'm sorry, 8 to $12 pours, pours yeah. but they've created such a nostalgia behind it that, you know, now that bottle that used to be something, well, if you uh, look at price maybe. for value, I would say also that you're kind of right on that because the seven-year Weller, the reserve, yeah, for twenty. I mean, I get it in Kansas for like twenty-three bucks for a seven fifty. That's special pretty reserve, damn the, hard. The green special one? reserve, oh, yeah, 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 yeah green, that's yeah, pretty yeah. hard to beat. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard to beat. I mean, I, I got it sitting. Shit. I got it in the camper at home right now, and just sitting there, and I love it. I got it in uh, Lubbock, Texas. Right? How much? Maybe twenty-seven bucks. Yeah, still. Yeah, was a good it, was, deal. it was a hell of a good deal, and it's it's great. I just pour a little bit every yeah. night, whatever. Have you had baby ones? Baby Blantons. Baby Blantons. It so it's just small smaller. Guys, it's, like, it's like probably like fifteen bucks, twelve bucks. It's ancient age. Oh, the ancient, oh, age. ancient, ancient age. age. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. Man. Ancient age is great. Yeah. Actually, they make something called Benchmark. Benchmark. Their six-year benchmark is, believe it or not, it's barrel-proof ch uh, charcoal filtered black. That's what it is. Yeah. Benchmark is great. Same same age. Age. just less less age. Yeah. Yeah. And it's charcoal filtered instead of being non-charcoal filtered. No, but I tried ancient age. I was like, for the price. He's got a, he's got an old, old like he, we just refilled it. But like the, he's got like a, I don't even know how old that bottle. It looks like, like there's like medieval scroll written on it. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. used to be a place down in Louisville called the Haymarket, 
and this guy had everything and he had you know like i don't know three gallon you know on the rack and it was h and h and i said well he goes twelve dollars a port i don't know how old it was but i, I tried that and it was smooth it was nice yeah I mean, ancient age as a mixer, that's a damn good whiskey there. There's a lot, man, in that lower price range that are just underrated. Well, Old Granddad 101. Old Granddad 114. No, Old Granddad 14. Old Granddad Bonded. Yeah, Bonded. The bottle, and so we on our show, we tried. I started looking at these lower shelf bottle and bonds. And we had those on the show, and we've been, you know, anytime I do a bottle of bond, I try to get it on the show. And um, that granddad bonded. Uh, I mean, and you'd be surprised though, all these bottle of bonds we've had on the show, most are all through Heaven Hill. They're like bottle and bond bad to the bone. They do it great. Uh, even up to the old Fitzgerald line, the, the decanter line, that I love. I, I think that's some of the best juice out there. Me personally, um, but we always try to get some of those. I mean, Dad. Speaking of, you know, I'm doing uh, Mickey Peg. We had at Sophia's house, and he had that JW Dead. He went and bought a case of it. He loved That's it. That's actually pretty good, man. Thirteen dollars a bottle. It's fantastic. Yeah. Who's waterproof? JW Dead. JW Dead. Oh, wait a minute, Dan. I think it's Dan. 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 Yeah, I got yeah. a fun story about that. So, you know, Stephen Beam, the master distiller for Yellowstone. Which he was just in town last yes. week. Yes. Um, this That's where I learned that was at this lunch. So, he is, as you know, a Beam. His mother's side is the dance. So, I mean, through and through, every side, both sides of the lineage, was he. So, he had literally no choice but to get thrown in the fire. Nothing wrong with that. No. No. So he's just full blood whiskey. I love it. Nothing wrong with that at all. Not that at all. And if you're born into those families, you're, you know you're going to have a bird. Right. You have to. Yeah. It's in your baby body. Well, it's in your baby body. You're just born with class. Yeah. Well, that's what they used to say. And Jimmy probably knows this, right? That's what they say you know, with the Bush family. Like, the, the first drink that uh, the Bush babies would get would be their um, the Budweiser. You know, so a special selection, you know, that they would blend and for every baby, that was the first that was the first drink. I'm so sorry for that. Yeah. That's, that's why it's a rumor I don't know, you know I'm no oh, it's our Budweiser. Torture. Fucking hey. Give the baby, you know, they don't put the whiskey on their gums, calm down. You give them well, Budweiser, they start crying more. Right. Ah, that's what it is. So, look, you come to the billions of dollars, baby. I'm, I'm curious, <laughs> like, what was your first beer? Do you guys remember what the first oh, beer yeah. you had? Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Mine was. What was it? It was MGD 64. Because I still no, think yeah. my beer is really still one of the best beers out there. I tell you what, I tell you what. PBR? What was your? Mine was Pyramid. Hophead, something like that. What the? It was some. It was some. It was some nasty shit. I'd probably drink it today, but I could not drink it then. I didn't know what the fuck I was. This dude had one of the very first original ideas. The old English. The old English. Old English. Right. Old English and chicken sandwich. In a chicken sandwich. Champagne of beers. We're sitting next to each other. Miller High Life. Champagne of beers was a pony. First one. I made both my boys' first beer. 
I got him a pony, uh, Miller Highlights champagne beer. The champagne beers? Actually, mine was uh, President of the Dominican beer. Really? Oh, so he's my wife for one I have a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> I was born but that was my first. Uh, have, you, have you had President well, it's a light lager. It's, it's a light lager. You ever been down to you know the Caribbean, Dominican? You ever been? Um, you ever had Kalik? Yeah. Kalik? Yeah. Uh, it's Bahamian beer. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll never forget the first time I had one of those. We're down in the Bahamas. We go to the poolside bar. We're sitting there on the beer, and uh, you guys go, "What do you drink?" I was like, "You know, I like, yeah, I'm like, it's hot, or anything." I was like, "I want to try the beer." It was Kalik. I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I'm sitting there, and I have. Three or four of these, I'm like, kind of know. He's like, sure. I'm like, yeah, I have a little beer. Did you leave? Yeah. No. So I'm sitting there drinking them. We're there three, four, five hours, eating, getting up. Like, I was probably like shower or something to go eat. And I stand up and I fell back in the chair and I was like, oh, she's like, I was wondering when you were going to fade, man. Those things are nine and a half percent of beer. What? And I was like, you could have said that three hours ago. Bob was like, la la la, the whole way back to the room. <laughs> Never made a dinner. Just, la la la. And it's like a golden lager. They're light, yeah. they're crisp, they're great. Just sneaking up. Nothing. You. you know, like shady TV, watching football, just nothing. Doing yeah. them. That's, that's $3 a piece, just the, go in. After you drink so much, you learn that you have to get up every so often just to mm-hmm. gauge where you're at. That's why I'm always standing up, moving yeah. around. My second favorite is Mickey's Malt Mickey's. Liquor. Mickey's Malt Liquor will get you yeah. there quicker. It will. The little, the little, the little bottles. Yeah, the little pickle jars. Yeah, little pickle jars. Yeah, I got them in my fridge yeah. all the time. Yeah, that was early. That was early. And then my third is, I don't know if you guys have ever had the Chimay. It's a monk beer. Oh, yeah. That Chimay. was fantastic. That was really good. The yeah. Chimay White. Got some got Chimay White. I do the red. red. He got, yeah, yeah he yeah. got, his, it was darker. Chimay, yeah. We, yeah. we had the red. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I turned that on to some guy. That's a cool beer. Yeah. Yeah. Where's it from? Is it a Belgian? He got it. Oh, okay. God, it's way old. Is it, is it a Belgian? So. Yeah, it's like a Belgian. From, and they, the monks have been doing this. Yeah, because you're going to serve it in that, um, that uh, little, what's that? Serve it room temperature. Yeah, with the, the little glass with the, with the bowl on the bottom. Like a porter right. glass. Like a porter glass. Yeah. yeah, like a porter glass. When I lived in Utah, yeah. there was some Shallous. cat. Shallous. <laughs> there was some cat who came to my bar, and I had a whiskey room up in my bar. And, uh, he came, really nice guy, and he brought some cigars. He had a huge cigar line of stuff that he brought, and I gave him some of that uh, Chimay. So I was coaching football, and then about a week later, I get this call, and I'm like 10 minutes of practice, and he's up. He goes, I'm at your bar, and I got some of that fucking monk beer of your that beer. Yeah. He says, I'll be home in about 20 minutes. Stuff's great. It is great. Try this in May. So, All right, so what do you think the first beer you ever had? Oh, it's definitely like a Bud Light. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, man. He's from St. Louis. Linda's favorite. And I was like oh. 15. Yeah. The old, the old Bud, Bud Light, what, 15 pack? Those. Oh, yeah. what, what was your first beer? Oh, uh, I, I, I honestly don't remember. I mean, like, Russian father meant that, like, 
so you probably had a cocktail well, before you got here. New, New Year's, New Year's it's method. A, an old Miller bottle full of vodka. <laughs> well, the, 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 the tradition was like, kid on the first New Year's, you, you know, the, the parent, you know, dips the finger into something, say champagne, and puts it in, in the baby's mouth. But then after that, when the kid's old enough to ask for something, it, it, it was like, you know, on birthday, New Year's, you just point to anything you want and give me a taste of it. So like, I, I really don't, yeah. I don't, I honestly don't remember. I remember what I what I tried as an adult because like when I when I finally turned 21, I was just trying everything. I, I mean, I even 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 the stuff that they sent was shit at the gas station, you know, old Milwaukee, fucking give me it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, because it doesn't get any better than Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, you know, I think I was sharing this story with you. When I was back in college, we used to have a liquor line at the zoo with the old Mizzou brand. So you get old Mizzou vodka, old Mizzou whiskey, old Mizzou oh. rum, right? It was all in plastic, you know, plastic bottles, but that's the shit you could afford. It sat on the bottom and always had dust on it, but that was the shit that you went for every time. Because, you know, it was all about volume. It was like, you know, cost cost per ounce, right? It's like two cents per ounce, you know? Because you get them in big gallons. Or you go Everclear and then they either make them a punch and shit right. with the Everclear right. when I was in college. Now we're going back. Mark, so what was your first beer? Yeah. Hawaiian? No, it was Miller Genuine Draft 64. All right. Black yeah. can. Black Miller. Black can. Black Bud Light. Bud Light. Right up, that was natural light. Natty Light's not bad. Natty no, Light's Natty Light might have been the first. No, Natty Light's better than Bud Light. It all tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I will tell you, there is something about There's a PBR. A cold ass PBR when you're sweating your ass. Cold PBR. You're sweating hard in a hot day. That one beer. It is like the perfect buttery crisp but then you're like you know, this is the problem this is the problem you're like oh that was great then you grab another and you're like no oh, that sucks that's so horrible well you gotta drink them cold yeah all the shitty beers you gotta drink right you gotta drink alcohol because there's no flavor you can smell a warm pilsner but you can smell it now are you guys both st louis boys yeah. Well, he's a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He said he's a foreigner. I'm he actually uh, uh, undocumented. Undocumented. Okay. So I remember we go down to uh, my farm and he goes, well, what, are you, what are you cooking? Now, you ain't gonna like it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm making pork steaks. He goes, pork steaks. Pork I would steak. feed, feed that shit to my dogs. That would. Well, he ate it and we liked it. But but St. Louis is a big pork steak. Pork, pork steak. Yeah, I was brought up on pork steak. I didn't know what that was when I got here. I was like, what the hell? I don't either, because you don't get steak on pig. No. I got fed but you like shrimp. No pork steaks. Like, it was good. Pork chop? No, pork steaks pork are steak. good. Yeah. Pork steak. Okay, it's basically it. a filet chop that's real thin. Yeah. It's really all. They French it and it's a pork it shoulder. <laughs> I don't know. Bad cut of meat that but it was good. Yeah. Real rubbery. Well, they were cheap. Somebody said something the other day. I was, I was hearing some guys Risky talk about, about meat, and they were like, uh, someone was like, you know the problem with steak? Is the meat's only good, is, and the meat's only as good as what you season it with. And I was going to say something, and he goes, that's why Oscar's so great, because you just Oscar the top of it, and your meat tastes good. 
I'm like, well, buddy, there's a difference between the cat you're cutting up in the street <laughs> and a fucking free-range cow, bro. <laughs> Big difference there. Like, come on, man. The Dalton brothers brought down and cooked spam on the grill. Yo, dude, spam, spam yeah. on jam, bro. Oh. Sliced it up and toasted it on the grill, and that was some cheese on a uh, pretzel chip or some shit. Oh no! You know what? My favorite. Go ahead. I'll say what I've always done with spam. Anytime some somebody tells me I don't like it, I make spam eggs and rice for breakfast. Flay it all up. Hawaii. Do it in a pan. Hawaii special. (laughs) Throw it on a plate. They're like, oh my god, this can is great. I'm like, yeah, it's out of a can, bitch. You know, like, no, it's thing? not. I pick the can up and there's still the grease in it. Oh, like, yeah, See, that's baby. What I'm saying. You know what I do with spam? I throw it away. You know, you know how you can hear spam <laughs> like this, like this. <laughs> yeah, oh. cut it up. Oh. It's actually not that bad. It wasn't too bad, but I had it's it a one. salted hot dog or a can. Dude, I hate like. Well, I used to, I, now I hate Vienna sausage. We used to eat that all the time. Dude, then mustard. Yeah, I just put them in eggs and spaghetti. Hey, <laughs> hey, again, you know how you remember things? Lunch. Right. <laughs> I've been sucking that little hot dog down there going. Have you guys been to the village? They are uh, in the pair? Uh-uh. Well, they're they're known for their hamburgers. And it's right across from Schnooks. They're on Manchester out there by that West County Mall. They're they're tied with like the best greasy fucking burger bars ever. They're great. Them and Larry's. Them and Larry's. But they have a Vienna hot dog in there. And I went in there and sliced that all up. Some guy was sitting next to me. And he goes, I don't know what the hell that was you ate, but you sure made it look good. Got a little sauerkraut, a little uh, mustard, that, not the regular yellow, that, what, Grey Poupon shit on there? Oh, it was fantastic. Really? <laughs> Alright, everyone's finishing up their cigars. We're going to light something else here. How was the, uh, how I grab it? It was actually, it, it's ending very well. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Seriously. I mean, I, and I would actually probably say with that size that you had, that was probably a, a really good breakfast cigar. Mine was probably like a medium. Yeah. Not, not quite full, but it was Yeah, definitely a medium. How's that, guys? Fantastic. You know I love these cigars. How's that, Reaper? It's great, man. And actually, I, I paired it with a, the, uh, the, the toasted... Uh, Nulu. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I had. had before. Well, yeah, so yeah. The, the, the architect, I bought a bottle of that, but I haven't opened it, so I haven't tried it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well, we got a couple more in there, but yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, Screw Drew, what you think of this Nicaragua, dude? Solid smoke, I mean, if somebody really wants it, you can make that your everyday smoke, and you'd be pretty happy with it. But the new one's better. Yeah, the re-release. Was it got a citrus and hung out yeah, no, the whole time? Yeah, no, which is crazy. Yeah, it's citrus. A, yeah. White pepper. Yeah. Oh, for the evening. Yeah, I mean, literally, I thought, at first I thought it was the new loop, then when we moved, it was still there. Yeah. It, it didn't go away. You know, take, take your... What's the strength on it? Nice. For me, it's more mild. Yeah, mild. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not, there's nothing crazy on it, but it's, it's cool. I will say, though, I like the orange and white label work better than the blue stuff. I don't know, the blue pops. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I don't know, I still like this one. The label. How many of you guys smoke cigars in the morning? Vacation? So, I don't normally do in the morning, but I have, now that the fall hits, got that nice morning sun or whatever, I sit on the back 
and I've had coffee with that um, Fiat, the Lux Fiat. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah, tell you, Lux. that is a great morning cigar. Dude, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. All right, give me, give me one second. We'll be right back, guys. Hey, guys. FFK here. Make sure to tune into every episode of Crafting Boodle. And don't forget that, as listeners, you guys receive a 15% discount on the entire order when you shop at my store. Promo code CraftBoodle15. Once again, CraftBoodle15. Make sure you follow me at Instagram at FFK underscore stands so you can receive that discount. And once again, thanks for listening. And thank- All right, we're going. Um... Yeah, so this Fiat Lux, uh, I pulled one out last week. Yeah. Yeah, last week, had it in the humidor. I was like, oh, I haven't smoked one in a while. And it was smoking just absolutely phenomenal. Milky, cream bomb. I mean, everything you wanted from that cigar when it released, but it was a little green when it released. So now it's just, I mean, the perfect smoke. So I had him smoke it. Uh, I told him, I was like, go home, because when it first came out, him and I split a box of that and the CHC Serie uh, And so I told him, go home, crack it, you know. That's good. Now, uh, no, on all our podcasts, we have yeah. Whether it's a chainsaw, garbage yeah. truck, or a yeah. belly bike. So, yeah, uh, it's it's ready. If you have something you've been sitting on for a while, smoke it now. Smoke it now. Well, I got my box when yeah. Luciano was there, yeah. and God, they're just, I've got about five now, they're great. Yeah. Seven year old. You know what I've been, uh, in the mornings, we're talking about morning cigars, I like drinking tea. Uh-huh. I've been, I, I stopped drinking coffee, like every day, and I've been doing tea in the morning with a cigar. With a nice drink, boy, oh. in the morning. Yeah, I mean, big wise, I've done gun gardens. Like, Have you ever tried the Manti tea out of a gourd? No. So there's a, a place down in Bonita Springs called uh, Chartreuse. And this guy, um, Argentinian, I guess. Oh, they um, do a lot of uh, mate. Oh, mate. What did I say? Mento. Mento. Okay. Mento. Oh, yeah, I have. I, I, so he's I, there I, I, serving me cocktails about 10 o'clock, and he's got this elaborate silver straw, and he's in this little round thing. Like, dude, oh, what yeah. do you keep popping on? And it was, what did you say, Mantai? Mate. Mate? Yeah, Mate. Anyway, and he goes, oh, bro, this tea, I, you make it, you put it in this gourd. Oh, they drink it all day long. And the Argentinian, um, horse guys or whatever yeah. used to keep it on their horses and the that would keep them rolling. The gouges. Yeah. And he goes, I had, he let me have a couple, and I mean, Dude, I used to you don't need no Red Bull if you're on right. that shit. I used to take that every day. What I didn't like is that everybody's drinking out the same thing. And bowl? Yeah, yeah. everybody's drinking out the yeah. same bowl. Well, he, he, the funny thing about this guy, he was so great. I'll show you a picture of him. And uh, that gourd he had, I goes, man, where do you get a gourd like that, whatever. And he met a, um, uh, some Brit, like, spy guy or something. And he was in his den. This guy's world traveler or whatever, and it was on his shelf. And he asked him about it, and he gave it to him. And it has been passed on to me now. So I've been trying. But 
you got to kind of play around with the tees. The one I've got so far, I don't really like that much, but you got to try around. Can you get it at a Global? Yeah. On Lindbergh and Kirkwood? Are those international markets? Yeah, that's an international Global. There's one in um, Kirkwood. Yeah, that's Global. Yeah. It's on uh, around Lindbergh, right before you get to yes. all the trains on the right. So you like that better than the coffee, huh? I've been drinking a lot more tea now, and I was like, you know what, let me try it with a cigar. It pairs well with cigars. Huh. Yeah. Brings Snow out a lot of different notes, because you know, coffee is a lot stronger. Well, I'm going to do that next with one of them boxes. Coffee's stronger, so it, it, if you don't get the right cigar, it's, it's not going to play well with it. Well, the bitterness will wash yeah. away any, if, if you don't, if you can't, the, the body of the cigar, strength isn't really so much the body, the smoke flow, the amount of mouthfeel, if you have, extremely bitter coffee and there's not enough sweetness or spice in the cigar is going to wash the cigar. There's nothing to do about it. That's the thing I've always told people when it comes to pairing is like just the pure density, the viscosity of liquid is so much heavier and it holds on longer than smoke does. Yes, so you, smell, you don't even get any flavor. Right. You won't, you'll right. still be tasting the coffee or whatever. Mm -hmm. But tea's so light and then I'll, get, I'll make my own tea. And then I'll make it like a ginger tea and just leave it for a little bit. But I'll, I'll add cinnamon, a clove, and like, it's like uh, my own. You just mess with it? My own blend, yeah. Nice. I will say also, whoever did the stuff here, they did a really nice job with the decorations. But this open face here with the Remingtons, uh, the sculptures, that is really nice touch there. Yeah, that's killer. Usually those are mantel pieces or whatever, but the way they did that is really nice. Right. Because everybody's got a few Remingtons, right? Right, everybody does. Uh, I got like uh, I think I've got a replica maybe right, somewhere right. out in my basement. Yeah. Uh, those are gorgeous. Are those the real deal? No, I don't know. Oh, they're beautiful. I'm starting the um, case out in Nicaragua. This is. Uh, Played around with this a couple of years ago and I found them when I was down in Fort Lauderdale this past week. It's not bad. Um, I thought it would be a nice little kick from that, uh, what's it called? Kasubi. So, okay. nothing special. Yeah, I fired up a uh, 21 Frank Redux. You excited only a couple more weeks till the drag? Yeah. Do we know what size? Nope. So it's here. 21 Frank Reeves? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that it? I'll bring you one more. So, Tatawai's Monster Series, Pete Johnson's Monster Series. So he finished out He finished out the Monster Series with Tiff. Uh, like, core line Monster Series with Tiff in 18. And then you had the Monster Mash, you had the Casdoras collection, and then you had the Creature that came, and then you had the one-off Karloff. They came. So when Pete did these, these are meant to be a fun in and out, in between kind of layout. Um, uh, and instead of him recreating more monsters and doing all that, what he's doing so that more people can actually access these because how rare they were from the original release, he's doing the Redux relocation on them. So each year for now, for the next 13 or 14 years, He's going to recreate year after year the original release so in a more 
in a slightly advanced or different size of the original cigar. Same blend, uh, wrapper age may alternate on it, but the same blend is coming out and it's gonna be readily available for more people. Okay. That's great, can't wait for that. Yeah, I fired up the uh, Placencia Reserva Sumatra, Habano, and Broadleaf, and then the Coetes were just a follow-up because of the success of the one times. So. The Habano, I, it was all right. Mm -hmm. okay. But that's Sumatra. Sumatra was money across the board, man. So he asked a question earlier today. He asked me a question. He's like, how many cigars? So I made that ask you how many cigars. Yeah. He spoke to about three, three or four. Three or four days. Four. 
Oh, you know, the probably need to ask you. Uh, it depends on the day, dude. Right. What about you? What did you say? Same thing. Depends on the day. Depends on the day? Yep. <clears throat> I don't smoke every day. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, podcast day for sure. Probably three times. Yeah. Three times a week. Um, so, I mean, on average, I probably smoke four or five, six a week. Yeah. But I'm not an everyday guy. Well, you know, when I'm pulling shifts at the lounge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Saturday right. shifts. I mean, it's coming. It's coming back. As soon as I get off the, as soon as I get off the road, it's coming back to shifts. 11, 12 hour shifts. Yeah. I mean, on the weekends, I smoke more. But, you know, you're drinking more. Right. Shit, on a good damn day, like down at the farm. Maybe five or six. Yeah. yeah. You just gotta pick and choose. Unless Luciano's in town, and then well, it's, like, it's like fucking 13. one every hour. Right. God. Maybe two or three an hour. I couldn't taste for about a week after that. You know what though? Like it depends on the cigar too. Yeah. Because I noticed like when I went to the Presencia event, I gra- I grabbed the uh, it was the Salmon. Yeah. Last me three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that Franco's a good. If you just chill with that, that's a two-hour smoke almost. Uh, I smoke for quality and time. Yeah. It is quality and time. Okay. And I'd rather take a, you know, that's the reason I don't, I don't smoke those 770s, right? Anything else like that. I, I just don't think you can do it. wouldn't be friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. It's but I like to, I like to get like a Licentia 60, right? Or the uh, the late hour, or, or you know, even that, yeah, that, that old size cotton, you know, two, two hours, 250. And that is, that's my jam. The CAO 660. That's my jam. Two it's hours. actually better to smoke it that way. Slower. Yeah. It's cooler and yeah. you get more flavors. That late hour, the small one, the original that I first smoked, I was blown away. So I bought a whole box of them, and then me and Mark were at um, Outlaw, and what was a Corona size? We bought a box of the late hour. There. Have you smoked one of those? Size. They're Churchill's. Oh man. I haven't smoked one of those yet. Have you smoked one of those? No. I haven't opened them yet. They're been behind something somewhere. That's not my stuff. Pushed in there and then I moved And then on top of that, under there, it fell behind next somewhere. And then when you look where yeah. you're like, you're, yeah. you're emptying out your humidor, your you're like, oh shit. <laughs> I just did that a few <laughs> weeks ago. My father, he has this thing where he's got a lot of cigars in our humidor too. Big tower and stuff. A couple of the wine doors. But he doesn't know how to take care of it. He likes to think that humidor can just stay at like 68% humidity by itself. It's not how that works. So I went through and I separated everything of mine. I put them in tubs and put them away. Nowhere where he could reach them. Because he always likes to say as well, well, your stuff is my stuff. Um, uh, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. I'm paying you for the damn cigars. <laughs> I don't care about the discount you give me. I'm paying you. <laughs> I have one of those. You're like, your stuff is my stuff. Yeah. My yeah. stuff is my yeah. stuff. I have one of those uh, Boveda um, in mine. Yeah. So on my phone, it alerts me if there's any issues yeah. when I'm dropping. Oh, one you have the butler. The butler. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they got rid of those for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why they got rid of them. I may have got it from you guys. No. Well, you, you, didn't, you never had them? Well, I wonder where I got I need one. to figure out where to get one, though. Yeah, I got one. You can't find them. No, because they don't make them anymore. Yeah, they don't make them so there may have been a problem, but mine worked as good. Everyone's got to put a battery in there. Yeah, but the thing is, is that you've got to have, you 
Um, you gotta have your your Wi-Fi be like connected to it constantly, like, and you have so you have to have like maybe a, a laptop or something that it sends a reading to and then you can get it from. Can you get it from your phone now? No, because that was my issue. And I have the other ones too um, that just give me a reading. I'll open them up. I check myself. I don't know every two, three days just to make sure because I, I'll, you know, I'll get busy and won't check them. But let me see if mine gives me a reading. I, I got it. Oh, it's up here. Uh, <laughs> what colors do they have? A little helper. Seventy-one. Try it. Yeah. Glasses too. Yep. Temperature is 68, 71 degrees. And a lot of my stuff, I check it, but I don't open it a lot. Usually I would like rotate it. What? I mean, we'll wrap this guy up. Alright, well, this has been fun. We, uh, we came to that part where we lit our, our another cigars. We're just going to sit here and talk shit and have some fun. Um, I want to thank all the guys being here. It was a great day. Lunch, golf, sitting down, checking out Cigar Vault. Everybody enjoying themselves? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 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 All right. So what I'll do is from the Viking, mahalo, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, Cowboys, say goodbye, and then we'll let these guys say bye, and we'll cut it out. Yeah, listen, as always, man, thanks, you guys, for listening in. And we'll see you next week. Giddy up. Appreciate y'all for inviting me back out. It was a good time today. Right on. Good. Yeah, I had fun, man. Thank you for inviting me. Uncle Eddie. <laughs> Uncle Eddie. Scooby Drew out. That was original. Mm-hmm.